Most people that start their own business have a passion for their particular product or service, which is what leads them to opening their own business in the first place. Many have no idea how to get started, and this episode is meant to give you a pathway to opening your own business. Welcome to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is Jeff Skolnick and I'm a CPA with 35 years of experience working with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and network marketers on how to make their business more successful by understanding how taxes can work in their favor and not hurt their business. Each and every week I'm going to come to you with short, quick, and helpful tips on not only how to make sure you are doing everything possible to minimize your income tax liability, but also how to create the income for your business that you truly deserve. I'm going to give you what I believe to be the most essential steps uh, that you need to follow in order to open your business. I'm going to start off with saying that you should write a business plan. This is a blueprint of the way you will run your business. Although it's not the sexiest of things to do, most new business owners are passionate about their products and services and, and really didn't get into business to write a business plan. However, writing a business plan will force you to consider many areas in a more structured way, which will increase your chances of success. A business plan will include a description of your products and services, the type of entity structure you are operating under. In other words, are you a sole proprietorship, a partnership, an S or a C corporation, market analysis, funding requirements, and projections among other things. For more detailed information on business plans, see my podcast on business plans or go to my website, www.jeffcpaworld.com and check out my blog. Determine an entity and type. Before you begin your business, you must determine whether you will operate as a sole proprietorship, partnership, LLC, S or C corporation. There are advantages and disadvantages to each and you must decide which entity form is most beneficial to your situation. This is an area where you no doubt should work with a tax professional. Some things to consider are your overall tax liability, your legal liability, and complexity of each entity type. For more information on entity structure, see my podcast on choosing an entity structure or go to my website www.jeffcpaworld.com and check out my blog. Form, uh, form with the appropriate state or states. Once you've determined the entity structure type that you would like for your business, you must register with your state. Most states require you to perform a name search before you open. This is to avoid two businesses with the same name or having names so close that it confuses the public. Upon formation, you will receive some type of certificate of formation or articles of incorporation. This is a step that sole proprietorships can typically avoid. I would also include filing a DBA, doing business as, or alternative name, which is what some states, uh, as the one I live in New Jersey, call. Instead of using a DBA, they call it an alternative name. These are used when an entity is formed under one name, possibly the name of the owners, but the business operates under a different name. Once your entity is formed, you will now be recorded with the Secretary of State. You will form in only one state, but if you do business in multiple states, you will most likely have to register in each state. Register with the 
federal government and the appropriate state or states. Once you've legally formed your organization, you must obtain an employer identification number, EIN, from the IRS. This step is not usually required for a sole proprietors unless they have payroll. They can use their social security number. Okay, so to get an EIN, this can be done online and typically takes under 15 minutes. You must also register for taxes with the state. This is a separate step from forming your organization. Every business should register for tax purposes, including sole proprietorships. The most common types of taxes you will register for are income, payroll, and sales and use taxes. There can certainly be other taxes as well, depending on your business. But again, these are the most common. I want to mention it again that it is possible you may be required to register with several states aside from your state of organization. Order a corporate book. You must order a corporate book if you form as a corporation or an LLC. Partnerships and sole proprietorships are not required to maintain a corporate book. A corporate book will contain your articles of incorporation or certificate of formation, bylaws, operating agreement, minutes, and certificates issued to shareholders and members. The reason for a corporate book is that since there is legal protection offered by the entity structure, if you are a corporation or an LLC, you must treat your company as a separate entity. In other words, when you spend money from your corporation or LLC, you should document that your members or shareholders, even if it's only you, consent to you spending this money. Corporations are required to have annual shareholder meetings. So the corporate book is where you would record the minutes of such meetings. If legally it can be proven that although your company was incorporated or formed as an LLC, but you are treating the organization as your own personal piggy bank, then if if you're sued, the plaintiff may be able to pierce the corporate veil, meaning you would lose the legal liability protection normally offered by these entity types. So the reason sole proprietorships and partnerships are not required to have a corporate book is there's no legal liability protection in these entities to begin with. So again, um, get familiar with a corporate book. It's something that um, doesn't take a ton of time to upkeep, but it can help you down the road. Prepare your bylaws or operating agreement. This is a huge step that I see many people um, not follow through with. But whether you formed, uh, whether you formed a corporation and are writing your bylaws or a partnership or LLC and you're writing an operating agreement, this is one of the most important documents you can have. These are the rules by which your organization is to be run. This will explain titles, responsibilities, and requirements for the shareholders, partners, or members. These will also cover items such as what happens if additional capital is required, how to deal with the death of a shareholder or member, and how to dissolve the organization. Very often, lenders may ask for an operating agreement. It is also vital that these agreements are written when the entity is formed. Far too often, I run into individuals that did not want to spend the time on this or money when they form their entity and then it is too late to write them once a dispute has arisen. Establish a bank account. Once you've received your EIN, again that's the employer identification number, you can open a bank account in the name of your business. Sole proprietorships that do not obtain an EIN, again they're operating under the taxpayer social security number, should still have a separate bank account for their business.
Check on other miscellaneous items that affect your business. Don't be fooled by the fact that I am using the term miscellaneous. These can be very important. The areas I'm thinking of here are insurance needs and licensing or permit requirements. I believe you should speak with an insurance professional to determine your needs and be careful to make sure that you're aware of all licensing and permit requirements for each jurisdiction in which you operate. The last thing you need is a legal dispute. Consider your funding sources. Most startup businesses will require cash infusions in their early stages while building their organization. Make sure you have considered where this money will come from, whether it's from savings, a home equity line, a business line of credit, or family or friends, and maybe even a last resort credit cards. Please keep in mind if you are going to borrow the money, you will be required to show financial statements and will almost certainly have to personally guarantee the loan. Establish a proper system for accounting. Now that you've formed your business and performed each of the steps I've outlined, the next area you need to address is a bookkeeping system. I will always tell my clients to use a system like QuickBooks. It is by far the most widely used small business program. All small business accountants are familiar with it. It's user-friendly and relatively inexpensive. I also tell my clients that the main reason for keeping your books and records on QuickBooks is not to give me information in February or March, but is to assist you in managing your business. A proper set of books will show you trends of your busy and slow periods and help you analyze items of income and expense in order to make informed decisions. A proper accounting system, in my opinion, should also include a system to file sales invoices, paid bills, bank reconciliations, tax filings, insurance policies, employer personnel files, subcontractor files, and any contracts entered into by the business. It is very important to have a system of record keeping because down the road you may need to pull up different pieces of paper um, just for various reasons, to prove something, to look into something, and if you don't have an organized way of finding it, it's just going to make things a nightmare. So I'm going to repeat myself here. The steps required to set up a business are not the most exciting part of starting your business. I am very aware of this. I do believe, however, that taking the time to set your business up correctly will make you say more than once, I'm glad I took care of that. Thanks again for listening to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. If you could please head over to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and write a review. Also, please connect with me on social media. If there are any tax or accounting-related topics you would like me to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. If you are that small business owner or entrepreneur that really wants to learn more about how to minimize your tax liability and maximize your income, just head over to www.jeffcpaworld.com and I'll see you over there. Have a great day.